0: Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J and D. I'm Jerica,
1: And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Welcome to Flow Space.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm loving the backdrop. Epic. <laughs> thank, thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm Deandra.
0: I'm Jerica. Nice to meet you both. I'm Tori. Nice.
1: Tori. Nice to meet you, nice Tori. To meet you. Nice to meet
2: you. Tori. Yeah. So just want to know, just would love to know more about, about you both um, and the podcast and just kind of how it came to be and where you're at now. And
0: Yeah, of course. Beautiful so, flow space um, kind of came into the physical because Deandra and I constantly have conscience conversations. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever read the book, The Celestine Prophecy. No, I haven't actually. So, the Celestine Prophecy is um a book that DeAndra read and recommended, and we kind of read it together. And it was very awakening in the sense of what it means to be present in a conversation and um, looking for signs and following those signs that the universe presents to you. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of how our conversations always were naturally. We always dive very deep into anything we're discussing, um, just really uncovering the many layers that everything has. And um, from that, the podcast was born just on the pursuit of mastering the art of being, how we can be in every single moment, in every situation, regardless of what's going on outside of us.
1: Yeah, and utilizing our experiences as the basis of um, conversations that we have and knowing that our experiences aren't only ours, that there's others who relate and resonate and can take away. So it also provides like a community aspect in that way where we come from a very authentic, relatable standpoint um, because we we have created it to be a very sacred space whenever we're in the podcast setting to ensure that whatever is coming through is in the most flow state. Yeah, and that started about almost a year ago now. We're going to hit our 1 year anniversary in about a week or two. Cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Thank, Thank you. you. And what about yourself, what has your journey looked like for you?
2: Yeah, so it's it spirituality in general found me very young um it was about 12 years ago now when I was 14 and um I think probably like for a lot of us it found me at a in a a very dark time in my life probably the darkest time in my life um when I while I was getting bullied um which was something that I never thought would ever happen to me um but it did and as horrible as that was at the time it's now in reflection I'm it's like the best thing that ever happened to me in a way um, because of what I learned and, and the journey that it, it sparked me on as a result of that so it's been a very long and slow journey and I think particularly um, you know we're very very lucky now that the earth is starting to wake up and because of that uh, awakening and ascension is, is happening at a rapid pace and um, the wisdom seems to be coming in thicker and faster than ever before so I think there's a lot more resources and guidance available now than there was you know even for four or five years ago when I first started Satori Shifts so um, I feel like for me it's taken me a long time to kind of get to the point that I am right now in terms of uh, what I've awakened to and what I kind of understand about life and about spirituality and how to apply it. But, um, yeah, it's just really exciting to see the way the world is turning now. Um, but, yeah, as I said, basically about five years ago, I got to a point on my journey where I had read a lot of books. I'd had a few uh, guides and mentors um, and just a lot of my own experiences and healings that I'd already done, um, that I had so much information in my head that I wanted to put into something tangible that I could use to help inspire others. So I created Satori Shifts. Um Satori being the Japanese word for enlightenment, um, which also contains my my nickname, which is Tori. Um, my real name is Victoria. And um, so I thought, wow, that's meant to be. So like that kind of became my, my brand name. Um, and I just created a website and social media and just wanted to basically just use it as a creative experiment to kind of channel everything that I had been um, collecting um, to help others and then um, a year and a half ago, I arrived at doing life coaching as a as a means to take it to the next level and, you know, begin monetizing it so I could get closer to my my goal of fully supporting myself uh, from this. And then, kind of like you, um, just over a year ago, in fact, yeah, I've basically just passed my one year anniversary of the launch of my coaching business. Um, so so yeah, it's basically the last year has just been um, ways of you know growing that and getting really clear on my niche and um, building up experience and getting results of helping people so now I'm just at a you know a point one year later where it's like okay we're at the one year mark how are we going to go from here how are we going to grow from here and um, I think particularly collaborating um, and just that you know expanding that community is so essential and vital so any kind of opportunity to connect is great and new people doing the same thing, more or less, so.
0: Yeah, congratulations on reaching your one year. That's huge. Thanks so much, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and a lot of what you shared is very relatable and res- and I resonate with it um, in terms of where you are in your journey for yourself, mm-hmm. where you're trying mm-hmm. to go, because it's topics that we, it's conversations that Jerika and I have had as well, in terms of like, what does it look like in oh. the physical living this life, all the time, twenty four seven, in mm-hmm. support of other people in a way that feels good to us and is, and is in alignment with us. Yeah. Um, so that journey has definitely been more on the abstract than in like the clear steps um, of steps to take. Um, but more so recently, just as you were saying, um, the community has really been a focus in terms of expanding. Um, just connecting with like-minded people, people who share the same values and mm-hmm. how we can come together in support of the same mission. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely connecting I feel is um, very valuable. It has great potential to just get on the same page with more people to just share the message. So what has that looked like? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> what has that looked like for you as of like within the last month or so um with your health coaching with your life coaching business um how do do you navigate that
2: yeah so the the last month has actually been um kind of a, a quiet or kind of a yeah a more feminine month I would say uh after kind of being someone who's always been very much in my masculine uh, maybe a little bit too much I'm you know just very productive very ambitious like always like striving and like hustling and uh, trying to develop myself as much as I can and you know in this world of information overload it's like kind of hard to not get caught up in just all the stimulation Um, Mm -hmm. and to be honest I kind of reached um, I've kind of had a bit of a burnout in the last month Um, as i've also been traveling a lot and also working on my in my full-time job which i have aside from this so this last month has really been me like kind of needing to go into some like deeper of my own healing um some you know navigating kind of that and kind of triggers that have been coming up um that kind of kind of showed me okay you need to like take the like the foot off the off the um acceleration like just for a minute and uh back into healing yourself which is you know quite ironic considering what you're saying about you know always wanting to be there for others but this has really been a moment where i've I've had to really prioritize myself and um i've really got energy has just not really been there at all so it's it's been really great to to do that and through that kind of realizing um some mistakes i had been making or or should i just say some things that i was not conscious of in in the way I was operating in myself and in, and in, and in my business and my brand and just in, in general and, and everything. Um, so I'm at a point now where I'm kind of, kind of feeling like maybe a, a need to kind of rebrand a little bit or kind of re-niche a little bit or rethink kind of like how I'm approaching my coaching in terms of like different offerings that I could be offering that I hadn't thought of right now. Um, basically what I kind of do is it's it's ultimately kind of transformational work, um, really kind of helping people connect to their authentic truth um, and develop really solid self-awareness. Um, but I've also been kind of bringing, so kind of going about the basic kind of spiritual life coaching work. Um, but then I've also started to really bring in more astrology um, as I've become more passionate about that and learned more about that into my brand. And I think I want to really kind of continue down that route and and bring in more of the astrology side and maybe maybe even specialize a little bit more in that. um, As I've just been kind of learning, learning more about that. So I'm at a point of kind of thinking about should I maybe just like totally specialize on this altogether or find a way to still kind of balance both. So, um, yeah, it's at a very kind of introspective uh, feminine point, as I said right now.
0: And what brought you there? Was there anything um, that happened that showed you like you needed to go a little bit inwards and kind of take your foot off of that pedal? Yeah,
2: I think just first of all, like my body was really telling me um, kind of like towards the end of April after I had been traveling nonstop for six weeks uh, that I was exhausted. So like that was kind of a first obvious thing. And then I kind of had like a two weeks to just kind of recuperate a bit. Um, but then I had more traveling again Uh, and a lot of stuff for work. So it's been kind of like a week ago, I finished kind of all of the the travel plans that I had. Um, And just this past week, I've been like very much hibernating. And today is kind of the first day that I kind of feel uh, somewhat energized again. Um, And in that time, I did have some healing sessions with um, an osteopath, which I've been working with, um, and also a, a witch shaman that I've been working with for a few months now. And I had some pretty huge breakthroughs with both of them. Um, Yeah, just kind of like deeper ego deaths and like, you know, paradigm shattering uh, realizations that I thought I'd kind of already mastered already. Like, you know how it is, right? You just go through these deeper and deeper layers of awakening and you like, you get to a point where you're like, oh yeah, like I think I've ticked off like my spiritual (laughs) to-do list of all of the blocks that I needed to work on. I'm good. And then you find out there's like this whole... Thick and very important layer that you didn't realize and you're like are you, are you kidding me like you know so that yeah. happened basically
0: <laughs> yes and I yeah. feel like recently energetically um that's kind of been occurring that's a theme that for in my personal life I've seen very prevalent um so I don't know like I know that you're saying you're passionate with astrology I don't know too much about astrology or what's going on in the stars but I definitely feel that whatever is happening in the cosmos is encouraging these shifts within us here on Earth.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would ask you the same question that how it's been for you the last month, because a few people I've spoken to in my own community have also commented on feeling really tired and drained and just, you know, need for a lot more rest and like reflection time. Has <laughs> have, Can you relate to like these things?
0: Yes, 100 um, percent. Yeah. And something that like comes to mind immediately when you were asking the question is kind of like a realization for me that I've been feeling so drained when things are not in alignment. When I'm doing something that is not in my purpose or in alignment with my being, it it leaves me feeling so drained um, a lot more than if like really anything else that I'm engaging in. I never feel as drained as I have been when I'm doing things that I I shouldn't be doing, I guess.
1: The polarity. Yeah. It feels like a time of where if you're not in alignment, what's going to be occurring is going to be very opposite of what alignment would be, just to show that, just to emphasize what it is so that it's Mm -hmm. clearer and there's not like confusion as to, well, why is this going on? In terms of how we navigate the world, um, just uh, reflecting on what is happening and how it relates to alignment or misalignment. Um, Cause I feel we follow the philosophy of just like everything um that isn't an alignment is just simply a misalignment it's it's just the opposite so it's recognizing that when things aren't going um smoothly or with ease not that everything is always going to have smoothness and ease but um there's a difference lately definitely within last month or so um of where when it's not easy or with ease um there is something that isn't supposed to be going on and it's been uh it could be a little bit frustrating just having hopes uh, for example like we had different um hopes of different scenarios playing out that we would take the first few steps in actualizing we're mm-hmm. like yeah this is what we need to be doing we go we take the first few steps and realize that no is just like maybe getting ahead of ourselves or really wanting something and just not going about it the right way, um, being led by the mind instead of like the heart space Mm -hmm. and your intuitive space, um, which can lead to frustration because I feel like deep down we know um, when something isn't it but we get ahead of ourselves just because of what it could be.
0: Yeah. And something that you had mentioned earlier, you know, like bringing your work, um, your life's work, you know, not just like any kind of job, but your life's work uh, to the front where it's actually able to sustain your life. That's something that we're on the path of doing as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, we live in this world where we do need to have money. So when you take up a job, that's not necessarily in alignment. It's not something it's just the job, right? It's not something that you're passionate about. That's where I found that I have the most um, resistance. Mm -hmm. So it's really been like refining what that (laughs) looks like and navigating through that.
1: And trusting and really surrendering to the trust and knowing that and honoring what is misaligned, what is so aligned and what's beyond our imagination is coming forward. Mm -hmm. I feel like stepping into that void with ease has really been um, something that's been prevalent
0: yeah finding the ease because the ease isn't necessarily like right there for us it's like you really have to search um but in terms of like a lot of rest because of this past month like all of the different moving parts I find that I'm I'm resting or wanting to rest a lot more than normal Mm. like I'm in a boom
2: would you say then in general are you are you both like maybe slightly more masculine oriented in your energy? Or are you usually like kind of feeling like you don't want to lie and you want to wake up and do things? Is that kind of what you're implying? Mm. Um,
0: I think it's, it goes back and forth because we have moments that we're like, okay, we need to chill because we're really in our masculine right now. Yeah. Like based on the reaction maybe of other people or just things between mm. the two of us. We're like, yeah, we're really in our masculine. But I think um, more often than not, we're leading from a feminine standpoint because we're we really go with the flow um there's not too much it's as of recent that we've been strategizing but we really don't strategize or plan like that it's all about just going with the flow and following
1: the energy i think we just lead with whatever the energetics feel like um and letting that be the deciding factor of, of do we strategize because it, it really isn't yeah. something that we do quite often mm-hmm. um more than not we're definitely um just feeling through things and asking the questions well what does this feel like what feels most true Mm -hmm. and that's how we navigate business for the most part um Mm -hmm. which you know has its plus and its downsides but it's what feels the most good for us and then occasionally when the energetics step forward to call us to be in a more masculine space we honor it but it's i think that is where the refinement could um take place because um we could jump the gun, you know, so to speak, Um, and just, okay, the energy's here, let's go, like, press all the gas, you know, press the gas all the way, and just be so hyped from that energy without having um, the flow. I think it's the imbalance of the masculine. I think there needs to be a level of flow within having the masculine more in the forefront, um, which I do think has its benefits when it's the right time so I think just having like finding the balance but I would say overall it's definitely more of a feminine space that we operate from
0: yeah and do you feel that you have a balance um between the two energies in how you carry your business and yourself
2: I feel like for, for me that's been really like my top um my top challenge that I've been needing to work on and I've definitely made really big progress in that because I was yeah I was just it's so in my masculine like excess masculine for a very very long time and consequently kind of burning out every year actually usually around summertime Um, which again has kind of happened again Um, but it's kind of happened in in different ways like rather than just being like full steam on my business it's happened like in another way unconsciously through just too much traveling basically and trying to just pack in as much travel as I possibly could, because of the love that I have for for travel and new experiences, um, so yeah, that's where it has been kind of another learning lesson there. Of okay, let's see how like look at how this has kind of caught me out again, and uh, how we can now kind of integrate this and really like live now in a in a more optimal way. So that's that's been the 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 top challenge, but it's definitely something yeah, that I have made progress on and have been uh, getting a lot stronger um, at uh, recognising when I need to take breaks and taking the pressure off myself. Um, and yeah, there's been some kind of um, in- interfer- interferences in my in my energy, like along the way. Um, like I have committed a lot of time in the last two or three years to like psychic development. Um, And with that has come some challenges uh, with some psychic attacks and things and unwanted entities and energies that have been interrupting, interfering with my fields, And that has actually been a big part of where my excess masculine has come from, uh, which has been without me realizing. So I've been working, having to realize a lot of this and work through a lot of this to better guard and manage my energy. Um, And so right now it's really kind of this stage of, really coming back into my own energy and through that recognizing the balance again um so that's a very yeah a very present um objective or just issue that I'm I'm working through right now but we're getting there so it, it feels good
0: yeah and what are some of the um techniques that you utilize when well to recognize um when you need a kind of like check in with yourself and rebalance out yeah, I think it's it's really just, you know, counting
2: on my like solid self-awareness that I have at this point where I can become conscious quickly of when I'm tired, um or just kind of, you know kind of some of the things you were talking about before about like being out of alignment and recognizing when you're forcing versus flowing with what you're doing. and then through that, getting better at catching that out. And then being like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's do something that's going to help raise my vibration right now. And then through that, calling on my intuition um, to determine what my soul, what my my body, my physical body, all my layers of being need in that moment to, to recenter, come back to zero point. So, you know, favorite ways for me is definitely decompressing in nature, going for a walk, um, just giving... Myself, space to clear my head. Really being outside and in touch with the elements is is definitely my number one thing. Or through meditation, it's it's kind of a lot of these like spiritual basics, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, or talking talking out with a loved one, with someone that I know that I can trust and that I know is open and receptive to um, spirituality and the kind of like frame of mind that I embody every day. Um, yeah, I think those are those are the the main ways. Just yeah, really ultimately intuition, I think, and, and trusting in that to know what I need in that moment.
0: Yeah, and I agree. Being in nature, there's something so healing in nature. You just step in and you're surrounded by the trees, the grass, you know, whatever it looks like for you. And it brings you right back to that zero space where you're really zenned out and everything's okay in that moment. Yeah. Totally. yeah. And um I wanted to ask you if you're open to sharing, you had mentioned about the psychic attacks. What does that look like for you in case somebody might be listening to this and experiencing it, but not um, hasn't identified what it is? What does that look like?
2: Yeah, so I think for me, it's it's kind of really been um, for a long time having some kind of underlying health issues, which I had never been able to get diagnosis around. and no matter, yeah, no matter which type of doctor I saw and whichever kind of field it was, never really being able to get clarity, um, which made me think there was, you know, something either emotional that was kind of getting in the way there, um, which definitely has been partly to it. But, um, yeah, I know that there, there kind of has been kind of invasive um, forces that have been basically just manipulating my my energy and my field and through that creating imbalances in my lower chakras so for me big issue has always been uh for many years now of, of having irregular a, a periods and just having a very imbalanced menstrual cycle and it can yeah be several months uh between periods and um something that i'm still still working through or or I see I don't even like to use the word working I draw, try to always be very aware of my terminology um and how I describe things as that's really you know creating the vibration that we that we match to but just yeah just trying to find clarity on those things and I think through that realizing that some of sometimes with this kind of um this kind of issue it can be unconscious it can be in ways that you wouldn't realize or you wouldn't expect because psychic attack can be in a very manipulative, very subtle way of doing so. And that's, that's kind of how it then can operate so that you're not even aware that it's happening. But I, I would say if you ever feel like you have reoccurring thoughts or find yourself in reoccurring situations that you just can't shake off no matter what you do, or if you feel like there's situations where you just can't get a control on, you know, um, control on getting over that situation or finding a solution to that situation, then perhaps it is something that is not you. Like, that's all I can, you know, really kind of say or
0: mm-hmm. imagine at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah, it really brings light to like anything that takes you out of your power. Um, like a reoccurring thing that's continuously taking you out of your power and that's kind of like shedding the light to that whatever it is that needs to be addressed.
2: Yeah totally but a a beautiful thing I've learned in my own journey uh, and this is why I love astrology so much is that from my own birth chart um, I can see that this kind of area of um, spiritual pursuits and stuff to do with with the mystical and the spiritual is is actually a, there's a challenging um point in my chart that that involves this area so from that i also know that it is destined for me in this lifetime to be dealing with this kind of issue so for people um maybe you know diving into your own birth chart to see if there could be something problematic around the the area of spirituality or invisible forces um, which is what really has been the case for me has um, been very enlightening and very reassuring. and that's why I adore astrology so much because it really helps create deeper self insight um, at moments where you can't go that much deeper by yourself. And so that's why I love helping people dive into their own personal astrology um, through doing birth chart readings um, and yeah, and helping people get get to learn the grips and and insights of that as another tool on their spiritual journey and their their, their journey back to, to self, back to um, authenticity.
1: What is your overall vision for what you aspire to offer others and through your life's work?
2: Yeah, great question. I think it's it's always evolving. And I, you know, at this point after having been someone that was always obsessed with having a one-year plan, five-year plan and 10-year plan, I'm at a point of really just surrendering all of that and knowing that my vision is still to be developed and there will be things in the future that I can't even think about right now. Um, but right now, I think, you know, I've always said that I want to help awaken 1 million people. Um, and and through that, what does that mean then? Just helping people really become aware of themselves, um, their place in this world and and through that, really take control back of their, their life and their happiness and and their authenticity and pursue what it is they want to do without fear and without um, feeling drained or bogged down by the expectations of others, um, really taking back what it means to be empowered and to be in, embodied in your authentic truth um, in this, this chaotic world, which, um, yeah, for too long now, has had t- too much say um and control over our well being and um you know what life is all about.
1: So for someone who is looking to take like the first few steps in actualizing that, what would be some um first steps that someone could take in coaching themselves in a way?
2: Yeah, great question. I think um first steps are are really just Beginning with meditation, I think, is a really great kind of initiation into self-awareness. Um, just even taking, you know, if we're talking about someone that's really at the very beginning has never done any kind of spiritual insight at, at all before, just taking two minutes to just deeply inhale and exhale and focus on that and through that coming into that present moment state um, to begin the kind of wheels turning in this direction of, Self-inquiry—that's um, a really great starting point—and and trying to maybe build up a um, a weekly, uh, with ideally daily practice of meditation of like ten minutes, for example, and building that up incrementally um, to just become aware of of how you're feeling and where you're at, and through that, you know, it's kind of like a domino effect, and you then will start to reflect on your life, and you can then start exploring you know, self-reflection and through journaling and just, you know, really analyzing the 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 areas of your life that you're in right now and if, whether you're happy with those things, whether they could be better, what it is that you want. Um, and this is like the exact type of work that I do with people through my own coaching is helping people, um, you know, really word, kind of scratch the surface of of their self-awareness journey, and and begin navigating that.
0: Yeah, cause when somebody, like I think that's excellent advice because when somebody hasn't even checked in with themselves in who knows how long, just saying like, sit with your breath, feel what it feels like to breathe, being aware of your breath. And then really it opens like a floodgates of so many emotions for the person to start feeling and becoming really aware of that present moment. Totally. And, and that's the
2: thing, you know, that like the Spiritual Journey 101, like disclaimer, is you need to be ready to feel pain because this is what it's, it's about. It's about diving into the depths of your being, <laughs> the depths of your life experience, your past and, and revisiting those painful moments and what people don't realize or should I say what the mind, the ego doesn't realize is that working through that does lead to liberation on the other side. It's not being afraid to revisit that fear, revisit that pain, Um, and that's where the ego thinks, no, it's just, you know, it's too painful, it hurts, I don't want to go there. What the ego doesn't realize is what will come as a result. And so the longer you navigate this journey, the more you start to trust that, and the more you actually even begin to invite and. And welcome in these painful experiences because you know that it's gonna to lead to something better. And that's that's the beauty of it. So for me at this point in my journey now, you know, it still hurts when you've got, you know, these painful past moments resurface again and again and again and again, especially after you thought you'd already solved the problem countless times, but you can really welcome it in, accept it in with more grace and and more surrender into just what it is and take from it what you need to do and then and then go forward and so with that it's a great motivator for me to each time integrate the lessons that I am continuing to learn to help show up as a better coach as a better mentor and just as an individual to help others on their own healing journey as well
0: yeah because there's so many layers like it's really great to point it out because some people have the um like, the 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 thought without experiencing it, that once you meditate, like, or once you begin a spiritual journey, everything is great, like, there's all clear blue skies. But to really get to that place where you're living that aligned, happy life, whatever happy means for you, it does take a lot of unlearning, a lot of healing of wounds, stored traumas in the body, in the mind, and that's a journey. Like, in itself, that's, I feel like, a lifelong process because once you heal one aspect you think you healed it like you said several times but it resurfaces just because it's so deep like you have to continue going deeper and deeper with it so it's it really is a lifelong process
2: it's such a deep journey yeah
0: and
1: it's
2: go go ahead yeah i was just gonna say that it's it's just incredibly humbling you know um and how you know your intellect and your wisdom really develops through through these experiences about, about life and about yourself and your relationships and just the world around you, which is really amazing. Um, and yeah, with that, being able to recognize that that you don't know everything, you know, that there's always so much more to learn, which mm-hmm. is a really incredible and essential thing for everyone to realize. And I think particularly when you're in the role of a coach, it can be very, very easy. And I am... I am a victim, or I am guilty of this, if you want to use that word, of falling into this this perfectionism trap of feeling like you need to have it all figured out because you're a coach, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. I think, like since beginning, you know, my my coaching a year ago, there's there's been so many things that I've had to learn still in that time, and I know there's more to go. And so I'm I'm willing to still be vulnerable and still, you know, I'm trying to be very raw and authentic which obviously is what my my brand is about but you know not feeling scared to show some of my hard days and I've done a few posts um, one recently and one in the past of you know literally coming out the other side of a kind of ego death and like still having the scar like smudged down my face from a really traumatic like breakthrough and And, through that, just really showing like this is where I'm at right now. And I know that I can still show up and help other people, but I'm still healing too, as as all of us are. And anyone that tells you different, anyone out there that tells you that they they have got like the perfect life and they've mastered everything, is a fake. And that's like a really amazing thing that i've I've learned uh, about the coaching industry is that there's a lot of fake people in the coaching industry. And I think that's starting to come to light more and more now because it is an unregulated industry so anybody can um, pose as a coach um, but yeah there's a lot of people in this industry that actually um, leave people feeling actually worth about, worse about themselves because yeah. they see this person that's on this pedestal of like I've got it all together um, you need to like work with me because I'm going to solve all your problems and if you don't then that's just your own resistance that you have towards like investing in a coach or whatever. Um, So, yeah, just a big tangent went off there, which is very typical of me, (laughs) but, you know, always just resting in that humility um, that we're we're always learning, always evolving and always healing and will continue to heal uh, in this lifetime and the next.
0: Yeah, because even the teacher needs a teacher. And that's really like you're saying, it's so beautiful to be able to be comfortable and authentic with yourself that you show up for yourself and whoever you're sharing with on the socials, that there is still a lot of work. You know, again, I'll say it, it's a lifelong work of healing. Nobody, well, I don't wanna say nobody, but I feel that um, no other person really can just say like, yeah, I've mastered it all because there's always gonna be continuous learning. And for those who are in seek of a coach, it really just sheds light on doing your due diligence, finding somebody who's a match for you and who is authentic because like you're saying it's not a regulated industry so so many people can just put up a front and use it as a gimmick to make money and leave the person worse than they already were so Mm -hmm. it really sheds light on the importance of doing your due diligence when you're in search of a coach or a mentor yeah
1: Yeah. the discernment Mm -hmm. and the deceit that can be presented And it it can be so disheartening investing into someone, having such high hopes and expectations and then being let down. Yeah. So I think that's so beautiful that you share that and you emphasize that in your branding, the authenticity. I think it's really powerful Mm -hmm. um, because it shows people what is possible while continuing on the journey. Um, It doesn't have to be just because some aspects, um, just because we are constantly evolving doesn't mean that we can also in conjunction parallel, also be doing things that are going to bring what we ultimately desire um, for ourselves. That's in the most highest alignment for ourselves, you know, yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's really important. And it's a message that I don't feel is shared enough. So I'm really grateful that you share that because it is something that has been circulating as well in our personal lives, mm-hmm. feeling um, deceived as, um, events um those some those who offer certain offerings um and feeling initially um the alignment or the energy match or that someone is really serving from such a high space within themselves um that's really divinely guided or just really in alignment um, and that ultimately ending up not being the case, but it also sheds light on the doing the due diligence and going back within the self and um, strengthening the discernment within and knowing what is truly a match and not um, just going with the first thing that um, can ignite superficial alluring um, tactics that can draw someone in and then be um, left flat. know yeah
0: and i think really remembering like that everybody is on a journey you know everybody is healing in some way whether it's from this life or past life experiences we're all constantly healing and addressing aspects of ourselves so not really looking up to somebody like they are on that pedestal Mm -hmm. you know really knowing although this person might be your coach they're a human having this human experience they're going through their process as well. And it's beautiful when you understand that and understand it, because then we all, we're all that teacher and student yeah. reflecting back to one another on that process.
1: Yeah, and not and not looking for someone to solve all of our problems, yeah. but utilizing people as a support to the journey that we are experiencing within ourselves
2: mm-hmm. and knowing
1: that we as well can help ourselves as much as those that we invite into that journey of ours.
2: Yeah, completely. Yeah. Thank you so much, first of all, for the lovely words that you said. Um, I think, yeah, also it's it's just really being able to, as a coach, show up for what it is that you have experienced yourself. And that's what you can really coach people on. And that's where I think, you know, the inspiration for a lot of coaches uh, wanting to get clear on what, what their offer is, what their niche is, is, is what is it that I have experienced and, and got through that I can really help with others as well. So you know, talking about authenticity for me, identity, truth has has been a, a major theme in my life for many years, really stemming back from that episode of getting bullied and how that shattered my my sense of self. Um and and really from that point going forward of, of really trying to figure out who I was and going through many years of deceiving myself, trying to be someone that I wasn't um, as a protectionism. Um, mechanism to to not be hurt again um so that's kind of where um you know I've kind of arrived at at helping others to to do the same because of how important it is to be yourself um as when you are yourself that's when you're really in your your highest alignment and that's where things can really work out for you um as a result
0: mm-hmm. yes and I wanted to go back to something that you had said a little while ago about integrating, you mentioned um, practices that you've been integrating. Um, how does that look for you? What does the process of integrating a new lesson um, like? How do you really make sure you're integrating things? Yeah, really good question. I think you know my my journal
2: is is my trusty sidekick uh, at all times, and that you know has been. I, I mean, I have many of them now, like <laughs> of the number of entries and episodes that have been. Uh, um you know noted and um yeah noted in there basically so i i think you know it's it's really taking a step back and you know i can do that as i said again like going for a walk in nature just coming into my presence coming into my my self-awareness and and you know reflecting on okay what has happened here what is it that i'm being triggered on right now and then just really coaching myself, you know, asking myself those kind of fundamental questions around what is it I'm feeling? Why am I feeling this? Why is this coming up for me? What is this trying to show me? Um, and just just getting really clear on all the layers of, of the situation at hand to really understand what exactly the universe is trying to bring to me right now. Um, and so yeah, going over that usually probably every day Um, it's always going to kind of be in in the forefront of my mind, I think, until with time, time is always the thing that really helps to integrate things ultimately, and just beginning to embody that in my experiences, you know, having on the top of my mind is, okay, I'm going to integrate this, I'm going to do more of this in my life um, to integrate this lesson um, as a result, and, and kind of showing up for that. So, you know, for example, I can even just give an example of like last week you know also with mercury retrograde um if any listeners um are not aware what that means um i feel like it's an astrology term that's become very very popular actually just in general pop culture but when mercury retrograde is in force which it is right now and will be until friday it's it's all about kind of it's a time that encourages us to go within and introspect because it brings a lot of delays Uh, delays in communication and travel and planning and you know anything that you want to get done it's probably not going to get done when you want it to so from my own experience which this has been in the last week uh things I've been needing to get sorted out kind of just life administrative things um having to wait a lot and through that how that's really um been encouraging me to develop more patience because I've definitely been able to identify where I can be very impatient in certain areas of of life um and so so yeah so each day waking up and thinking right how can I be more patient today becoming aware in situations where I feel that impatience really surging again and being able to quickly catch that out and diffuse it before it it takes me over and and ruins my experience
0: Yes, I appreciate I feel like you just provided me inner clarity, (laughs) you know, as to certain things that have been happening. And it's true, it's during Mercury retrograde, which is so funny because I feel that we were aware of it, but like I disregarded it almost. (laughs) So (laughs) I just felt like a great breeze like over me. Oh, I'm Um, so glad. Yeah, me too. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Wow. Well, what <laughs> yeah, you was know, like, that? The clarity of like the the things that I feel have been in resistance. Um and like you're saying, like it was the patience. That was the word that I was like, oh wow, it's really the patience. <laughs> um, just developing even more patience than I feel that I've already developed, it really shed the light, like there's a lot of room for that patience to grow even deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. yeah. It always can go deeper. I think ultimately, um, really, just any of these triggering situations, it's having like a really strong emotional, mental, and self-awareness kind of framework in place. That with practice, you're able to just kind of bring it out and use it to diffuse these 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 challenges when they come up for you, and be able to um, identify when you're being called to learn something or you're being challenged with something. So. That's what I really like to help people do is develop their own framework, just as I have done with myself, to really be the master of their life and be the master of their reality. And that's why I am a self-mastery um, mentor. Um, that's uh, the kind of coaching title that I, I have for myself right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, w- with, with that, when you have that solid foundation, then you know that you're always going to be okay. So that's the, the beauty of this work.
0: Yeah, and in the thick of things, because it's something that D'Andra and I actually recently spoken about, when you're in the thick of um, a situation that you can't even see like too far ahead of yourself, like you're really going through it, um, what advice can you provide to somebody that's in that moment to get themselves to the next state where they can see a little bit clearer or they can reassure themselves that like no matter what is going on, it's going to be okay? Yeah, another beautiful question. I think just
2: this is sort where of patience, to be honest, is coming in again and being gentle with yourself and just writing it out, really being just being with it, knowing that yes, it's it will it will end, it will ultimately transfuse into another state, another feeling, another thought. Um, that is just this kind of et- eternal evolving nature of life that we're that we are living in but just to be kind to yourself and do things that are going to make you feel happy while you're feeling sad you know so anything kind of self-care that is nourishing for your soul and I don't mean like you know going and drinking like a bottle of wine or something like this but it's like what can you do that's like really going to like serve you in like a healthy healthy way as well Um, you know whether it's like taking a bath or you know putting on some nice um moisturizer in your body and just really connecting with your body and and building that relationship with yourself or even to be honest like I mean I feel like you know drinking a bottle of wine is you know something that is definitely more destructive for your body but I I think also in these times if you want to eat a whole tub of ice cream then like that's also fine it's like finding that balance of maybe something that's not always going to be super healthy for you but it's still gonna serve you in that moment which like i feel like particularly without being like sexist or whatever i think for most women we like chocolate is really like the thing that we can turn to in like times of turmoil um and it, it can really provide some of that that light like, relief when when needed
0: to for sure yeah the comfort mm-hmm. it's like providing yourself that comfort in that space yeah
1: like being non-judgmental to yourself while going through that process Mm
2: -hmm. that's so key yeah yeah
0: yeah that only makes
2: the the healing slower um if if you're not kind to yourself because that's yeah that's just what you need you're going through a lot it's recognizing that you're going through a lot and so you deserve to do what is gonna what is gonna provide you that that comfort that that light light relief that can also be in balance with something that's really really nourishing for your for your soul as well yeah Mm -hmm. because if we're going through
1: a lot that means we're growing through a lot as well so it's just having that awareness as well or being reminded of that is really beneficial
2: absolutely always being able to take that that step back and thinking out out the box with it a little bit and yeah it's that self-awareness again ultimately isn't it to to be able to identify that
1: you know, what comes to mind as well, that I would just like to share for anyone who's listening is also um, utilizing drawing to um, oh, share what it is that you're experiencing, like having a visual of what's going on in the mind on paper, I feel like brings clarity or has the potential to, um, just because I feel like when, when we're really in our mind, sometimes it can look really chaotic or it can feel really chaotic. Um, and not clear, or organized or have lack of structure. So I feel like putting it on a paper can kind of help that navigation.
0: Yeah, and it's something that we do in our personal life. Like, you know, I'm by no means um like a great artist, but whatever it looks like, it just feels good. Like as long as you're yeah. expressing what you feel, you know, you don't have to be a perfectionist in anything that you try to do. You can do something even if you don't have the skill set or feel you have the skill set. Um you just do it, like go for it. and have fun
1: with it
0: you know. Totally it's channeling
2: that that emotional energy into some kind of creative output is a really powerful way of also just kind of disarming and um, untangling like the chaos that you have in your mind and yeah how that really does provide you relief and just kind of gratification and knowing that okay this is like the expression of what I'm experiencing right now and
0: how, how good and uplifting that is. Yeah. And I was going to ask you earlier, um, you labeled your coaching style as self-mastery. So for somebody, like, can you just describe exactly like what that is and how that can benefit somebody to become a, a self-mastered individual?
2: Yeah, totally. So again, I think first of all, it's really important to acknowledge that you're never going to be perfect. Um, but for me, self mastery is really being able to get to a point where you are as much as you can be in this now moment, in touch with your most off- most authentic self, your most authentic truth, and what what it is it, what it really does mean to be you. So, being really aware of what your skills are, what your strengths are, what it is that you you kind of want to be doing, um, and and just being able to be the creator um, and not the victim of your experiences so anytime you're in a situation being able to kind of choose how you're going to respond rather than going into kind of like reactive mode and that's where that that self-awareness comes in of being able to always you know get the outcome that that you want or at least to the extent that you can determine from all of your experiences through that you know that classic basic mindfulness um, and, and being aware of, you know, when you have your triggers, where they come from, and doing that necessarily necessary self insight um, exploration to really just learn yourself and get to know yourself. And for me, that is really self mastery, is being able to connect all those dots um, around who you are right now um, as the byproduct of the life experiences that you've had and beyond, you know, into past lives and just ultimately what it is that your soul is wanting from you in this life and that's why I I then bring in astrology into my coaching as well as it helps to get that that extra insight and clarity particularly regarding you know where your life might be heading to in the future that's not clear for you yet astrology can help kind of give some insight as to like the overall picture of what your life is meant to look like for you
0: yeah and how long um Like, what does your coaching package look like? How long are the sessions? How many sessions are included?
2: Yeah, so right now I am kind of offering, um, I have a few different options. So I have emotional breakthrough sessions. So that's really kind of the the classic life life coaching and um, self-awareness development and transformational work. And how that works is I do usually the first session 90 minutes to kind of break down the barriers, break through the surface. And then from then on, um, it's it's usually an hour per session. And um, those are right now uh, 77 euros for the initial session. And then thereafter it's 60 euros um, per individual session. And yeah, for any any people that I work with that are not operating on euros, then we always kind of work that out. But then I also do astrology um, coaching as well. So I do in-depth birth chart analysis, which is uh, about 90 minutes as well um, with a PDF report that I create so people can take it away and come back to refer to it. And then I'm also doing kind of shorter readings, so kind of condensed 30-minute readings, which don't go as in-depth, but kind of just kind of cover the basics for someone that's maybe wanting to just... Yeah, not go in as Mm -hmm. deep. Yeah, so for those, it's 150 euros for the full deep dive and then um, 40, 45 euros for the the shorter session. And then I also, um, I'm a meditation teacher as well. And um, I do private meditation sessions as well. And I'm currently working towards launching a group program group coaching program all around um, developing self-awareness so really kind of getting in these fundamentals of what we've been talking about today and um, starting to develop your own personal framework to um, just take on life with more empowerment embodiment and trust
0: yeah those are beautiful services yeah where can somebody um find more information because we'll link it in the show notes but if you want to just say where you can be found yeah so my most active
2: space is definitely instagram so that's yeah my handles at satori shifts um and then also can contact me by email so yes yeah, so through instagram can direct message me and then by email i can be reached at tori at satori so those are the best ways great
0: thank you for that information yeah, and for, for-
2: the coaching that
0: you
1: offer, do you offer any packages in terms of like, um, I know there's the initial discovery or I, I believe what's the word you use, I'm not sure. Your initial coaching um, call, that's 90 minutes, and yeah. the ones that are after an hour long, mm-hmm. um, do you offer packages like four sessions or is it just like individualized, like it's not weekly or bi-weekly, it's like however, it's, it's per person
2: yeah it's basically i mean it can always work to kind of tailor around um what like the person needs but how i've kind of just been operating as as individual sessions right now and that's where um you know launching a group program is is going to come in to you know to be able to have like more of a set framework and a set number of weeks and being clear on what we're going to work on each week um so yeah so otherwise it's just kind of going session by session, seeing how you're kind of navigating. Because um, sometimes, you know, things, as you know, will come up for you, issues will come up for you that you might not have expected as as the result of another session. So sometimes like playing it by ear kind of works quite well too.
0: Yeah, I like that approach yeah. a lot because it's not like, okay, sign up for six months. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really like allowing the space to see what unfolds and then allowing the person to make the decision if they're gonna continue, if they feel they need more. If they received what they needed that's beautiful yeah okay, thank you
1: it's a very empowering approach because it allows the person to lead from their power instead of feeling like needing an outside force for an x amount of time mm-hmm. to then get the results that they're seeking
2: yeah. yeah
1: so we also like to ask everyone who joins us for the podcast a few questions um and one of them being is what is being feel and look like for you? What does being feel
2: and look like for you? Yeah, amazing question. Um, Being for me looks and feels like being very grounded and centered in this moment. And through that, being in that state where you recognize and remember that this now moment is the only moment that we ever have. Coming back into that center, coming back into your body, being conscious of how you are feeling, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually within this body, within within this moment. And, and with that, recognizing that that is who you are. and And so the importance of really being able to come into that state every single day to to remind remind yourself that as our ego gets carried away each day with all the to do's and the past and the future and all that kind of stuff so yeah remembering remembering who you really are I think is is what being is for me.
0: that's such a beautiful answer yeah I love that Mm -hmm. remembering
2: who we are what would you both say
0: I feel being is um, awareness. It's, you know, no thoughts, no judgments, no opinions. It's just experiencing through your awareness of the moment that you're in. Yeah,
1: I feel like I would ditto. (laughs) I'd say the same basically, yeah, just being fully aware of the moment and experiencing it through all of our senses um, without any expectations, without Mm -hmm. any judgments, um, just enjoying the moment for what it's offering us. And just the moment is always the moment, you know, so just maintaining that awareness and presence for sure.
0: And I feel that that's why it's like a journey to master the art of being, because as a human, you can look at a tree and say like, Oh, it's such a beautiful tree. But it's like, you know, what does that really mean? Like the tree has its essence, you can observe it without having those thoughts and receive that beautiful energy from the tree without putting the labeling on it. It's really just like experiencing that moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And through that remembering as well, that I think sometimes on the spiritual path, we, we kind of, yeah, maybe become kind of, again, this, this whole like perfectionism thing of wanting to really shut off the ego completely. And then maybe like even scolding ourselves if, if, you know we're thinking or whatever you know particularly in meditation for example I know that's always like the most common yeah. misconception of what it is to meditate but remembering yeah. that we have come here to be human and that means that we do have an ego and that means it's not going to go anywhere um, so again being gentle with ourselves in those moments when it does creep up or in those moments where we can't shut it off particularly if we're going on a nature walk and we're wanting to just use that time to connect with with nature if we're feeling stressed for example is just being able to, okay, maybe these moments where you want to shut off from those labels, but then your mind doesn't want to, and just be
0: like, okay, well, not happening today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. It's like really providing yourself with the grace and the compassion that you would to others. Cause it's easier to give it to other people. You know, we can tend to be very harsh critics on ourselves. So it's really like showing up for ourselves the same way we would show up for those we care about or even for strangers. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, one of our other questions is if there was one thing that you can leave anybody listening to this podcast with, what would it be?
2: Amazing. You, can, you, you girls are really on it with the questions. I love it. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing introspection. That's what I look for. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, you know, no matter what anyone tells you, no matter what you know just just this just this thing of life is just to really trust, trust yourself and trust that everything is is within. And you know, even though it's essential to have help outside help and things on our on our way to help us become aware of of you know things we're not aware of and unconscious um blocks or whatever ultimately it's that faith and trust that everything is ultimately within us and it will always be revealed to us at some point whether we break through that by ourselves or through the help of others everything is within and to have just that solid faith and trust that everything is going to work out you know in those particularly in those dark times it's all unfolding the way that it's meant to as long as you have faith and trust everything will be okay yes
1: it's i really like, felt
0: that <laughs> i received that yeah. remembrance
1: oh,
0: yes you. i really I felt don't.
1: that activation i feel yeah. like the tingliness through my body
0: that's
2: Beautiful.
0: beyond i yeah. i really appreciate this conversation so much
2: yes thank you. me too me too really just um encouraging and just very stimulating and just really amazing questions and really great points to have explored together. Um, yeah, like I'm exactly the same as as you both. It's really living for these deep conversations that encourage you to to think and and expand and grow as a result from philo- philosoph philosophizing. <laughs> How do you say that word? <laughs> Is that even a word? Yeah. No, well, I, I use it
0: though. I do say philosophizing because I feel yeah. that it, it fits, but I don't. Yeah, it
2: works, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with it. We'll make it. We'll add it yeah. to the, yeah. you know, We understand. That's the point. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah, about life, basically, philosophizing about life and um, coming to understand why why we are here and just kind of
0: reveling in the beauty of the weirdness of it all. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yes, it's all very mysterious and amazing all at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and remembering that during those moments that we feel like, okay, this is a challenging moment, or like, this is a tough time, you know, whatever we can perceive our reality to be, it's just reminding ourselves, okay, life is showing us this, like, this is for a reason, we're going to move forward, things are going to be great, however they're meant to be.
2: Totally, yeah.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. It's been so insightful, empowering, and inspiring.
2: Yes. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you both for your time as well. All all the same back. It's I'm very, very honored and appreciative to spend this time together.
0: Yes. yes. You're welcome. We are thankful. <laughs> yes. I love this combo. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you. <laughs> Yes. you. many many blessings and I look forward to seeing your new creations with you know what you shared that you're working on the group yeah. yeah I look forward to all of that yeah thanks so much I appreciate that a lot I'm also looking forward to seeing how that's gonna go <laughs> yeah. yeah it'll be
1: amazing yes I really love um the journey that you're on and the way that you've structured your offerings I love structure even yeah. though I'm so not a structured person I love like Yes, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it, you know? And I really see the vision that you have coming together so beautifully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just it's really beautiful. It's very well-rounded. It's very nice
2: and holistic approach that you have. It's it's very felt. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's where for me. Um, I feel like I'm very grateful for a lot of the astrology that I have because I'm I am a Scorpio, which is like a very emotional spiritual sign but also like my moon sign like my emotional world is in Capricorn so that's like a very structured um responsible like practical kind of sign so it's like these two kind of like feminine masculine energies that kind of come together which really helps to to just kind of do this whole thing like building a brand and maintaining it um so yeah (laughs) working out (laughs) That's so funny.
1: Yeah, my most of my chart is all Capricorn, so I understand.
2: Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. What are your what are both your, your signs, your sun signs? I'm Someone. a go oh, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm a Libra. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that's good. Good combination of energies together.
0: Yeah, and then my moon is Sagittarius and my rising is Taurus. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm.
2: yes very nice
1: i'm a sagittarius moon as well and uh capricorn rising
2: oh nice oh yeah that's like that's biggest sag energy is really showing where this kind of like philosopher kind of role comes in for both of you and that attraction to higher learning and and uh yeah wisdom and everything so very nice
0: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. it's very cool to see how the the different um how they all come together beautifully, you know, the different signs and the aspects Zodiac. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like what you said, like getting to know your birth chart, because you're here, those are kind of like predetermined aspects of you from the cosmos, so really understanding how you work best and what aspects of yourself might show up um, smoothly or pose a challenge will ease Mm -hmm. your, your journey here, and you can utilize it really to your benefit when you get to know it.
2: Absolutely. That's why it's just love it. <laughs> love it.
0: Well, thank you, Tori, so much for joining us.
2: Oh, thank you as well for having me. It's been so nice.
0: Yeah. Thank you. It's been so nice. <laughs> Many Take blessings.
2: Care. Thank you. blessings.
1: Thank,
0: thank you. you. Have a great rest of your day. You Yay. too. <laughs> you too.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being.
0: If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go,
1: give yourself space space to flow.
0: flow. (laughs) Family.